Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. And welcome to another edition of the Nintendo Shack. I am one of your hosts, Delvin Cox. And with me as always is my boy, my brother, Donnie Reese. How you doing, bro? What's up, man? Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's very nice. Becca's not here. Don't leave. She'll be, she'll <coughs> no, be here. Not, they didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they said, F this. <laughs> yeah, they didn't show up. Talk about leave. They're not here. They're not here. All right. Well, this is the... A show of two. <laughs> How's your week been, brother? I know. It's the but. worst. Yeah, you already know. It's not been great. Um, and I'm just, I'm good. Like, I'm good. Like, I think I'm, I think I've processed it and I've like kind of made my peace with it and I'm like over it. So I'm, I'm good. But right now with this show with you, like, I'm tired. I'm tired, man. It's been, it's been a long week and I won't go all into it because we don't need to rehash all of that again. Nobody on Shaq probably cares, but yeah, you know, like after that terrible day, like I, for whatever reason, probably cause I'm just a try hard. Like I really like got reinvested like in, in work, in my work, you know, like I started finding work. Oh, so like I found like, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I've worked harder the last three days than I have. Like in most days, you know, like I've really just kind of been, I, I just, taking on like more things to do not because anybody's telling me because i'm like i know in like a couple weeks like all hell's gonna like break loose and nobody's doing these things so i'm like i might as well just start picking up some some slack where i can being a little proactive I yeah i'll figure on that yeah 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 um but outside of that i mean it's been good i i played i played cyberpunk for the last two hours so i was able to finally get into the new patch and start playing that um before we recorded I haven't played shit on, on Switch, guys. Sorry, I haven't played a whole lot this week, but I definitely haven't played anything on Switch. I played a couple of games of Retro Bowl, oh. but nothing, nothing's really going on. Well, apparently, I'm the only person who played some Switch this episode. <laughs> What'd you play? More Tears of the Kingdom? No, no, I played, and I'm playing it now. I'm trying to get it in. Detect the Pikachu. Uh oh, I am probably like forty minutes in, maybe. Maybe you solve who broke the vase. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's an interesting game. Is it I, though? It is. I, I, I find myself playing it and feeling like, you know what I feel like? You ever been in a relationship where you like, I can fix her. Oh, <laughs> like, no. If she just, if she just changes these certain things, <laughs> she'll be perfect. <laughs> That's that's how I kind of feel about Detective Pikachu. I'm enjoying myself. It's like a funny, dumb kid story. I I feel like in a week that's been full of roughness and fatigue. The funny it's, thing about this comment, Hambone Johnny, is I know that you meant that for me, but it totally applies to Delvin and what he's talking about right now. Yeah. So this really, is two birds, one stone. Good it's job. Been a, it's been a rough week. But yeah. In a, in a week that's been as rough as it's been for both of us, it's just kind of 
relaxing to just sit there and play a dumbass game. Yeah, with. your way to chill out with it was to play this terrible Detective Pikachu game. And laugh at like the stupid things that happen in the game, like Pikachu's hat getting stolen. Like, why is this a thing? It looks so... And I, I mean, I watched a little bit of a video review, like 20 seconds. So I'm I'm making widespread accusations based on very limited knowledge. Also, what I played on 3DS, it's so slow. Why is it so <laughs> slow? It, it doesn't feel as slow. I, I mean, I'm guessing because I haven't played the 3DS version. The, the, the 3DS version had a weird story. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. re- you know, it, when the game starts off, it gives you a recap of the 3DS story. It's like the Pokemon. Yeah, like I didn't a, know that. Okay. Yeah, it, it gives you a recap, so you don't have to play it. So apparently the Pokemon were addicted to some drug. <laughs> that was the story of it. <laughs> that made them angry. <laughs> And you have to like find a mystery where the drug comes from and stuff like that and save the town. Like, oh, that's a interesting story. You're battling <laughs> alcoholism. Yes. The <laughs> Pokemon's are on meth. <laughs> <laughs> this is a wild story. But yeah, I kinda I'm kinda digging it. I feel like there are certain things they could did to add to this game to make it like fun. Like, why not just add like Pokemon battles? I'm not talking about like random ones, like just like set certain points, you just like, hey. Here's a Pokemon battle for you to do. Yeah, you think you'd mix something in. Like, there's just, I don't know. It's yeah, very that's, bad. It's that's very what bad. I feel like is missing. Like, little. It's not bad. It's, or it is bad. It is bad. Don't get me wrong. It's just bland. It's like you have this opportunity to make a Detective Pikachu game. It's like, this is what you can't, like, really? This is this is what you got? Yeah. They the could, incredible game makers at Nintendo. And this is what you came up on. I feel like this could have been. How do I say this? Baby's first Pokemon game, essentially, if they'd have played their cards right. And I think they still can. If you make a sequel, they probably can add little things and kind of introduce people into the world of Pokemon. Like, hey, here's a Pokemon story that's maybe five hours. And during this story, you'll learn how the basis of playing Pokemon as well as learning these characters. I think there's I was just a about lo- to say, isn't that just like Pokemon? Like, they have that game. You know, like, Let's Go is that game. Um It is. But there's there's also grinding in that game and stuff like that. Whereas the Pikachu, you kind of go from what I'm played so far. You go from point A to point B. That's the story. Like you go from point A, you look for something, you find the something. That something takes you to point B, then to point C. Then you go. I mean, then in, you go to the next story. Essentially, it's in their wheelhouse. I'm looking them up. So this was made by Creatures. These are the Pokemon Ranger people. Like they haven't done a whole lot. Like honestly, like in a decade. Like they did pokedex 3d okay pokedex for ios like they made apps um and then they did detective pikachu they really haven't done a whole lot but i mean they did um pokey park pokey park was way better than anything i ever saw in yeah Yeah. i mean i I crush it and some people out there may think it too harshly because i realize that this game was made like this game is almost completely aimed at small children yeah, and the way they do it is it's like in a, it's made in a way where if you don't know what Pokemon are and who Pokemon are, this game will tell you. Like, you run into Pokemon, right. hey, right. this is Pikachu. Meet it's Pikachu. Just like, for what games Pikachu like does? that, like, I, I would prefer, like, Pokemon Rumble or Pokemon Quest or, like, little spinoffs, like, to try and do that. Like, I don't know. I just, I ultimately feel like this is not the best use for the Detective Pikachu. Like, you could make, like, an actual good game. Out of the I agree. IP Detective Pikachu. I agree. And I think there's things you can add to to this to make it a better game. 
to make it yeah. like a game where more people will enjoy it. Maybe like add to the creative aspects of it, add to some of the best elements of Pokemon and kind of make it in this one game, like at elements of Pokemon Snap, at elements of Pokemon Stadium. Add these little like mini games that you can add into it to make this mini game games more would help a lot. Like a little party game or something would be yeah. Honestly, just a party game. Like if they made like a like a Poke Party, like Mario Party, but with Pokemon, that'd be way better than this. Yeah, I, I, I almost I would, honestly anything would like. I'm having a hard time finding something that would be worse than this. Like that's how much I don't like what they've done with Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I, I I get everybody's complaints about it. I completely do because it is literally like, hey. This is a Pokemon story for kids. Like it feels like, like, like Detective Pikachu. Kids. The IP needs to have like a good story. I agree, and that's the issue. It's like make just make a, a game with a good story, but it's like, nah, we're gonna make this for like four year olds. Like and why? The, and <laughs> the funny thing about it is, which I found hilarious, they referenced the movie in the game. Yeah, because apparently, because. Yeah. Because apparently the main character, like, oh, your story was so popular, they made a movie out of you. Yeah. Like, oh, that's that's kind of funny. Too bad this game doesn't play or look anything like the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, they probably should have went more <laughs> to what happened in the movie then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, are you at least, so you're finding some enjoyment out of it? Yes, I am. I am finding some enjoyment out of it. Well, you got that going for you. Yeah, it, it, it's so silly and dumb. I'm more finding myself laughing at little dumb things as, as opposed to being... Like, I'm not getting mad playing it. That's the thing. I'm not getting frustrated. Like, if I was playing something with a little bit more complex, I'd probably be getting frustrated and annoyed. I was just bored. I remember playing, and I was just like, oof. I'm not even bored yet. I probably... I'm wow. not saying I won't get bored, but I probably will get bored eventually. But I think because it's been such a rough week playing this insanely dumb brain numbing games like oh this is good enough <laughs> like, i don't have to think i don't have to react I, i'm just like hey it's almost like a, a dumb yeah this is gonna be mean but <laughs> a dumbed down version of door the explorer <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. like it's like hey you have to find hitmon chan yeah that's like, exactly what it's like he's like he's right there <laughs> yeah it's like you don't have to find him he's right, he's right there. there you just click on him <laughs> like yeah hey you found hitmon chan and, I, and like, I'm totally fine with like, but if, if, if the, if the, if the excuse was like, Hey, we're making a game for, uh, elementary age children and below, like that's what the game is aimed at. And like, then put it on mobile. You know, I doubt there's a bunch of like three to six year olds that have switches. Like, I'm sure there are, but I doubt there's a bunch of them. Yeah, probably not. You know? And I even think like, you know, cause I have two kids, my kids at like eight or nine or 10, they, I don't think they would have. My kids didn't like Detective Pikachu at all. And uh, they love Pokemon. Jack loves Pokemon. He was bored. You know, so it's just like, it's like a really weird uh, n- needle to thread. This, this feels like a game that my son probably liked. Looks like a first, mobile game. For the first hour of it when he was a kid. Like, oh, this is cool. But then once he realized, hey, we this is this is the game. And there's no like Pokemon battles and stuff like that. He's like, oh, I'm not playing this no more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, I mean, I'm sure there are older children that will, you know, somebody will say I have an older child that liked it. Like, I'm sure that exists, but I don't think it's many, especially when they've already played. I'm going to say it real Pokemon games. Like, I'll say it. (laughs) Like, you know, like they they used to make Pokemon Ranger. Like, make that. That would be better than this. Mystery Dungeon. You know, like there's just so many other avenues 
Yeah, I agree. I think, like I said, there are certain things that can – I feel like they can expand on this, but I don't think they are going to expand. I don't think they care no. because this is what they want to no. do. This is just money. This if is they, just fuck. If they Killer. want to expand on this idea, I think this could be a really cool game that people can get into. But I think as they it think, is, and probably true, I think they think they can put Pikachu on the front of anything and it'll sell yeah. enough. Yeah, they don't care. I know this sounds a little biased for me, but I think Telltale would make an excellent Detective Pikachu game. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like this was the Telltale game made by Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. There's a bunch of people that make good adventure games. It didn't have to be them. There are people that make good adventure games indie studios make a bunch there's thousands of them on steam that's what i want from a detective pikachu like make it a good adventure game like, you know with an actual story and depth and dialogue choices and, and paths and options to follow and yeah. consequences and that doesn't mean it has to it doesn't have to be dark or anything like that and it can be kid friendly but like if you're gonna go down this path do it you know like make like an agatha christie game but with detective pikachu um yeah. they don't do any of that like it's not it's not a good game, it's not a pretty game, it's not a fun game. Like they just I would be willing to bet that if they sold five hundred thousand copies of this game, they probably made their money back. Because they they probably just I'm almost a whole lot certain they did. Yeah, yeah. So it, it is it, what it is. It just yeah. it's it's filler, it's a release, it's an IP release. It is what it is. I don't I don't yeah. think it's for us. And I and I don't like that I've been so hard on it. Like I'm not trying to be hard on it. Um you know, but but I gotta call it like I see it. You know, like this yeah. this isn't just this just isn't worth giving too much time to. Yeah, this is a game that I will play. I, I, they say it's not long, so I might finish it. Like I bet it's you like, beat this game in like four hours. I have not looked it up. I wonder how I'm long thinking. it is. If it's four hours, I'll probably beat it like in a day. Like just 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 to see what happens. Let me see if I can find on. But I can tell you, this is not going to be like anywhere near my game of the year list or nothing like that. This is going to be a game where like, ah, let me just play this to unwind and not think of things so I can just be playing something instead of watching TV. Oh, wow. I stand corrected. How long is it? Hang on. I'm trying to see if I can find another source. The first thing that pops up is an article from GINX.TV published September 27th. They suggest this game is... 20 hours that doesn't sound right <laughs> you want to do that for 20 hours no if it's 20 See? hours i'm out <laughs> like that's like, like, like there's no way i'm playing this for 20 hours that 20 hours in detective pikachu sounds like like 110 to the kingdom <laughs> and then like, they made, um, compare. like nintendo has made like me tomo like do that with with pokemon and like if you wanted to do like a, a little you know like a little game that you put out there like do something like that i just i just don't think this is ultimately i'm let down because i think there's a thousand better ways to use the pokemon ip than this yeah i agree yeah. i can't argue anything you're saying i just want pokemon games to be good again i would make pokemon happened. great again <laughs> i've been so hurt by the switch it might be like my the my first con with the entire switch generation would just be the word pokemon yeah you know what i can't argue that it's just it feels like what we expected from pokemon games and what we got was like two different things because yeah. in our mind we're like we're gonna get an open world pokemon coming off game. sun and moon and like <laughs> virtual console and everything we got like at the tail end of the 3ds yes i was stoked i was probably at the height of my pokemon powers and switch just pummeled those powers into the ground 
Delectable. Just Thanos did my Iron Man just completely, <laughs> you know, just world domination. I, I think my favorite Pokemon game on Switch out of all of them was Pokemon Quest. I don't think I played that one. And that's so sad to say out loud. And I and I'm just I'm I'm being genuine. I really enjoyed that game. Probably played it for 30 hours. I don't think I played any other game that they've done for that long. Let's go pick it to with the one I liked a lot. That, that would be let's go two, two, I think. Yeah. That'd be Let, the let's second go pick it two and let's go Eevee. Those were the ones that I'm like, oh, this this is fun. Yeah. So I'm hoping Switch Two we level up or something because Pokemon needs an evolution. It does. Yeah. No pun intended. Well, maybe time to no move forward. It is. It, it feels like it needs a, a good refreshing, and not what they called what they did call that a refresh. That wasn't a refresh. That was, I don't know what that was. <laughs> it, it wasn't great. Anyway, we've pissed off all of our Pokemon listeners enough. Yes, we have. <laughs> they turned us off and write bad reviews. Yes. <laughs> How does a Nintendo show not like the Pokemon games? <laughs> Bring Rebecca back. She yeah. didn't leave. She took that. Mm, that's funny. All right. I think we got some, some stories to talk about today, huh? Yeah, we can do some news. Um, news. Batman Arkham Trilogy for Switch has been delayed to December. Oh. Yeah. The game is supposed to come out what, this month? Yeah. yeah it was like it next was. week. Yeah. It's supposed to come out next week and it's been delayed until December. Are you going to buy it? I was never going to buy it. <laughs> When it was announced, people were like, are you going to buy it? And then I sent a picture of my ally playing Arkham Knight. I was like, no, I'm not going to like Like, <laughs> To what purpose? To what end would I, what would I do with that? I mean, it's, I get, I thought this game, I think I predicted this game would show up on Switch like four years ago. You did. Like I've, I've been looking for this collection to hit Switch for so many, like it's, I just feel it's like, it's way too late. I don't know what they were hoping to accomplish with this. I, I don't think I'm going to buy it because I don't dig the box art that much. Like guys, mm. it's a little, little generic. Like if I think the, the box art was dope, I'd, I'd get it. But like I have, I have this game on Steam Deck. Like it's good. I think the thing to hope for. So we got Jack in the chat. And he's talking about Pokemon Unite. He does like that Unite game a lot, quite a bit. Okay. I think the thing that you hope for is that you get Arkham Trilogy on Switch sometime December, January, maybe for Christmas, whatever. And then on Switch Two, it gets patched, and then you have a pretty decent, like, running version of Batman on the go. I will tell you this. If it had Arkham Origins, I would have 100% bought it. Really? Yes. I love Arkham Origins. That's a great yeah, game. Yeah, but you've got a Steam Deck. You can get that for $2.99. Like, I, have, not, I, I think I have it on Steam Deck. I think that's one of the ones I have on Steam Deck. That's I wonder if it's compatible. I don't think I don't think it's compatible with Steam Yeah, so now I'm remembering. I played, when I, when I did that, when this was announced, I put um, Arkham City on my ally and it didn't work. I had to mod a file to get it working. Yes. So, if I remember correctly, one of the Arkham games doesn't work at all, and one works janky. So there you go. Well, that'd be a reason to get them on Switch then. Yeah. But I'm wondering how, I mean, the first game should run pretty well. Arkham Asylum should be, like, really good, actually. On Switch. I would think so. You would hope, even at 30. Like, it should be a solid 30 and very nice to play. The other ones, though, especially now, like, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Yeah, they, I'm scared to even look at that one. <laughs> if it could be rough. I mean, that's a hard game. Even with like pretty decent hardware, that's a hard game to get going. Yeah. It, it, I played that game on last year. Really for like the first time? Because I played it before, but uh, I didn't buy it. I think I was uh, maybe 
borrowing off of Kevin's game share. I think I'd taken it for a spin. Okay. But all the reviews and everything kept me away from it. And then I got it on PC when I started doing all the PC stuff for like, you know, like $2. And I played it last year, like 4K60. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. But everybody was like, yeah, but that's not what it was like. (laughs) I I will say this. (laughs) That game got a bad rap. It's really good until you get to the point where you you have to use the Batmobile as a tank. And I like that part. The like, driving was fun. I like the story a lot. I like the driving. I didn't like the tank battles. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, okay. That was that was my thing. Tank like, I, I was just yeah, the, the tank controls, the tank battles. Like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do this. I, gotcha. I quote unquote finished it. The ending is something. I don't know if I made it to the end. I don't want to remember. So, but it's. Because the only way to get the true ending is you have to get all the Riddler trophies. Yeah, I wasn't doing that. I didn't do and that. I'm like, I'm like, absolutely not. I know I didn't do that. <laughs> this, this is ridiculous. I always get tired of the, all those damn guys would pop out. And you have to do these other missions and so-and-so shows up and it was like Red Hood and some dude in like a Tarzan album. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? <laughs> that's that's you know? got them. Yeah. Some blue guy. Who's, blue, who's the blue guy? Mr. Freeze? No, no, no. He's like a good guy, but he's like blue. He's got like oh, Nightwing. He's just straight up looking like damn X-Man or something. I'm like, what are you doing? Who is this? <laughs> it's like Mr. Generico. You're like, what? <laughs> anyway. We've already pissed off Pokemon fans, and now we've I'll come after you. Bat- I'll come for you. <laughs> I'm not, I will never back down on that front, okay? Nobody cares about all of these ancillary secondary people. Um... As of April 2024, the online services for Nintendo 3DS and Wii U will be shut down forever. But don't hold them to that because they say in the press release, if an event were to occur that would make it difficult to continue online services, we may have to discontinue services earlier than planned. So they told us April, watch them shut that shit off in like February. Like, well, oh, well, Well, something (laughs) happened. (laughs) Yep, something (laughs) happened. Um, But yeah. The Wii U 3DS will finally come to a close, at least by April. Well, how does that make you feel? Sad to see it come to a close, but I get it. It got to come to an end sometime. And fortunately, I have a a modder in my house who just mods everything anyway. Even if it's not his, he just do crimes. Not even not even his. Just gonna mod it. So like I do crimes, Delvin Junior. I have (laughs) a modded Wii U, and it's it's incredible. Actually, there's. For anybody out there that hates Wii or never had one, like there is a good reason to own one in today's yes. world, and it is it is that one hundred percent excellent virtual console machine, especially for Nintendo titles, but GameCube, Sega, like it's got a great back catalog that you can mod, and everything runs well. And the modders have done such a good job with the firmware. You know, like when I play virtual console games on my Game or I mean on my Wii U, it looks native. They've got splash screens that pop up and load screens and everything. So if I play like a GameCube game, it looks like that was just a an eShop title. Like it was yep. just it was just supposed to be that way. Everything that you want the Switch to do, you can do with your Wii U. Kinda. You can kind of <laughs> do do it with the Wii U. All the um, stuff y'all are asking for for Switch, you can just do it with your Wii U. Yeah. And you gotta think about it. But um yeah, so if anybody out there doesn't have one and you plan to do any sort of backing up. If you want to keep any titles around that you can't play, you know, a lot of the really good titles on Wii U have already made it over, but I would shout out 3DS. 3DS has a lot of 3DS content. 
that was only on 3ds and you can only play it there and if you care about that go get a 3ds and hack the shit out of that motherfucker like yeah go get those games before it's too late I, people know who know me know I love licensed games, and there are a lot of actually really good licensed games Spider-Man. on 3DS. Yeah, Spider Man. Um, regular show has a really good 3DS game that I liked a lot. That kind of plays like a Mario game. Um, yep. Lots of Lego titles. Couple, Lego titles. It's a lot of them that mm-hmm. are really good that you yeah. probably can't get anywhere else. Good portable stuff. Yeah, I love my 3DS. That was the one system. I think I would almost trade anything. Like if the deal happened and I really wanted something, except that. My 3DS will never go anywhere, like forever. Yeah. Like it's not even an option. It's not even, it doesn't even creep into my mind. I'm like, absolutely not. I appreciate the 3DS now more than I ever have. I'm like, wow. When it was, when it was, when it was the whole thing with like, what it was, Vita in 3DS, Mm -hmm. I didn't appreciate it that much. You were on that Colin Moriarty side. Yeah. I was on the Vita side. Like, this is slick. Yeah. Y'all were wrong. You were completely off base. (laughs) Now, in retrospect, I like my Vita, but the 3DS had the games, man. Everything just crushed it in every imaginable way when it comes to actual things you want to play. (laughs) Things you want to play, like 3DS kept coming with stuff. Like everything you want was on 3DS. And I thought it was really cool. 3DS. There's never been a bigger example in the market as to why specs and power don't equate to success. They matter, but they just don't equate to success. So many people have been conditioned to think, this console is better because it has X output. That is just a piece of the puzzle. That does not determine success or quality at all. Um, and we've, we've talked about it over the years of different consoles, and you could make different cases, right? Well, that one had a DVD player. Or this one came too late or it came too early or it was ahead of its time. You can make all these excuses to why the name. The 3DS, you could not make that, ex- that case. The Vita was clearly a superior handheld in every imaginable way. Yes. Out of the box. And then Nintendo crushed it with everything you could do that wasn't included in the device. (laughs) Everything about the Vita looked and felt better. Yeah. Well, except the back touch. The back touch was a little weird, but even with that, that that didn't. The Vita would have been way more successful, I think, if they had just included regular shoulder buttons. Yeah. This is why I've I've always wanted PlayStation. Well, I've been saying it for a long. Just make a Steam Deck. Make your version of Steam. Not this crap you got coming out now. Make a Steam. You know, I, I heard Josh say that. They were talking about on board of video games. They were talking about Jim Ryan leaving and stuff. And they talked about the Sony handheld again. And to be honest, I don't think Sony has the bandwidth to carry. I think that's, I mean, that's the success of the Switch is that Nintendo was running out of bandwidth to support a console and a handheld. I don't think Sony has that ability either, especially with the the games that their fans expect them to make. You know, like on on a portable, I think that's why they're going the way that they're going with like a streaming option because they can just make the one game that you can play on both. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a path of success for PlayStation. I, I feel like in the world of Steam Decks and Rogue, Rogue Allies, I think that um they can make something similar. Yeah, but why not just put those games on Steam and then let people play them that way? Like why they try can to do that compete too. with the Amiya? Um, just look at VR. Look at how little first-party content is available for VR. I, I will say this. I would have rather them did a handheld than that damn Oh, VR. for sure. 100%. Like, like if you had a choice, they could have left still, VR alone. But look at how little like input they have. Look how little first-party software they have for that system. Because yeah. you got to think, think about it this way. For every portable PSP game they make, 
That's one less PS5 game you have. And for every PS5 game they have, that's one less portable game they have, unless you're paying people to port things and that's its own separate costs and expenses. Like it's, it's a lot harder to support two platforms at one time than people realize. Yeah. I kind of would have, Done it like you did the PlayStation, <laughs> like make it a smaller version, like like you did, like the Steam Deck is. Hey, whatever's on the on the PlayStation is on your PlayStation Portable. The same game you bought this game here, it goes to your system. That'd be a and very it, expensive system. Well, be, as, and especially in Sony's RAM, I and mean, that'd be like six seven hundred dollars. Well, the the, <laughs> the VR headset six seven hundred dollars anyway. So that's true. It's fair so, point. That's why point. not? Why not go that route anyway? <laughs> I like, I think what they've done is they've diversified and not that we need to make this show a PlayStation show, but I mean, I, I actually business wise, strategy wise, I agree with the, with the market. They're like, we'll put our PC games on steam. People that have portables can get them there. And people that have portables probably buy the game again, secondary sales. Yeah. You may buy the game. You may buy Spider-Man on PlayStation five and then buy Spider-Man when it's made available for steam deck. Yeah. Um, and then we'll also make this cheap handheld that lets people stream the games. So if they don't want to do that, they can do this. And like, they're kind of, they've, they're like dipping a toe, you know, they're like, they're kind of in it. They're like wading around. They're like, well, we might get in later. We might not like, they're just kind of hanging around. I think it's smart for them. Yeah, it is. And bringing it back to Nintendo. That's why I'm kind of excited for the switch too. Yeah. yeah like, switch sure. too, like, Give me Switch games on a on a better console. That sounds amazing. That that sounds like enough. That sounds more than enough. Like With the right. power of Nvidia backing them, and I think that's that's another reason why Sony probably hasn't ventured in. That's probably why Xbox is letting you know the Ally and the Steam Deck and stuff kind of do their thing for them, because I think a lot of people are like, well. When Nintendo Switch Two comes out, we're not going to be able to compete with that. Even if our system's better, not a chance. You know, they're going to have Tears of the Kingdom. They're just going to start the onslaught of software that they have, and the, it, it doesn't matter what I think of the, any of those other companies. Nobody can keep up with Nintendo in that category. Nobody's going to start. You know, they're not going to outproduce ten, twelve, fifteen first-party titles a year for a secondary console. Yeah, and yeah. that's just that's just facts, and I think it's cool that. We have Nintendo. I've I've said that all the time. Nintendo in this gaming space is needed. Yeah. Because they always go outside the box and they always say, hey, you know what? Y'all do that. Nah, we're going to do that. Y'all follow us here. They did it with the 3DS. Even if you want to say the Wii U was a failure, that's fine. But the Wii U led to the Switch. It did. It did. I think that's important to kind of. Looking at when you look at the legacy of the Wii U, like, huh? Yeah, and you suddenly go keep going. I mean, the Wii, the DS, I mean, there's a lot, there's a long history there. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, salute you, 3DS, Wii U eShop. You've been great. I love my Wii U and my 3DS, which has been well documented. Yes. Let's talk about the October games coming to Switch. We did this um, on PSVG this week for games coming out overall. You'd be surprised at how many games are just coming out, like, are coming out for Switch. Um, so normally most months, this list gets cut way down and like switch has one or two first party games and then a couple indies and a couple third party titles. Like there's a lot coming out for switch. So you can already play Hellboy and detective Pikachu, which we've already covered, uh, borderlands three ultimate edition launched today on switch. It's a file size is 25 gigs. It does play above 30 FPS. Most of the time it has dips, but for the most part, it hangs over there. It seemed to be a. 
a playable version of Borderlands. You know, I'm not going to give them too much credit, but it is better than I was expecting for sure, based on how bad the news and how little they showed. Like, it seemed like they were kind of not wanting to tell people that they were releasing this game. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it comes out today and people are playing and it's like, yeah, okay, it's it's not amazing, but it's pretty, it's decent. It's playable. Pretty good. De- decent's good enough. Yeah, decent's good enough. It's a good way to play. Uh, Wild Card Football comes out on the 10th. The Grinch comes out on the 13th. Sonic Superstars comes out on the 17th. Agatha Christie on the 19th. Endless Dungeon on the 19th. And then the big one, Super Mario Bros. Wonder drops October 20th. Just Dance hits October 23rd. Metal Gear Solid Collection October 24th. And Headbangers Rhythm Royale on October 31st. It's a full month of games to choose from. Yeah. A, a wide variety of games at that too. I'm kind of excited for it. I didn't think I would have this many games to try on Switch, but there's a lot there. Like you yeah. know, even, even the Hellboy game. I looked it up. I really want to awesome. try that. I it wish I had awesome. a demo. Wish I had a demo. I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm it looks good. Get it. It's just it like isn't awesome. it a rogue game and that always puts me off. I'm like I don't know about all that. The, the, it looks like a cartoon. It, it does like though. A, it looks so good. It looks like, so I want to play it. It so looks so like, good. I have, to, I have to play this. It looks so amazing. Uh, I want to play Sonic Superstars too. It just it's not on the cards. Not for a while anyway. I gotta, I'm gonna be playing Wonder three days later. I can't stop to play Sonic. I already know Delvin Jr. is gonna play it, so I'll probably just watch him play it and see how he likes it, which he's gonna love because he's a huge Sonic fan. So nice. Based on what he says, is whether I will play it or not. That's squarely in my Black Friday shopping. I'll be looking yeah. for a cheap copy of Sonic. And then I will be playing Metal Gear Solid and I am getting a Switch version, so I'll at least take Switch version for a spin. I'll be playing on PC, but I'll I'll boot up the Switch version and you know, go through the menus and crank up some games and just see how, you know, quote unquote terrible it is. And you know, a lot of people I think a lot of people are up in arms because and and it's fair the Switch should be capable of playing Metal Gear Solid at 60 frames a second. That said, I think when people start playing those games, I don't think anybody's going to care because they they're, they're, they're going to play like they've always played. Like yeah. that's the thing. They're old games. They play like old games. They're not remastered. They're, they're, they're remastering them. That's what Delta's for. Like yeah. this isn't <laughs> that they are rem- They're remaking the games. This is just like a, a, something to tide us over. So, and having that on the go and portably. Yeah. I was all in on, on that. The moment, you know, it ever came into possible existence. I was like, absolutely. Yeah, sounds great. So excited for those. Um, the next Lego crossover is Animal Crossing, which surprises nobody. This has been kind of rumored for like a while. Year. Yeah, a long time. Um, but unless and I got to be clear, I didn't dig into it. I definitely didn't go to the Lego site, but I saw the trailer. I clicked a new uh, uh, video game chronicles blog post on it. No sets, no pricing, no nothing. We just know that they're making. Animal Crossing Lego. I thought it was a game for a second. Oh, really? I did. I think I've I, always wanted Lego to make Nintendo properties. That would be great. I've wanted Lego Mario forever and a Lego Zelda. I think a Lego Zelda would be dope. I agree. Yeah. They should do it. They should. That's That just prints money. Like, just yeah. make the game and, hey, you can also buy the toy in the Lego set. Yeah. Do you imagine so, a Lego... A, a Lego Mario game that you both play and like kind of build, and it's kind of like a Mario Maker. <laughs> Not yeah. like Mario Maker in the sense that like you're pulling out like all of the tools to build your levels, but like you're building a level the Lego way. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Like that's easy, easy money. People would love that. Easy. Um, and then I think a, a Lego, I think of like a Lego city, like an open world Lego game, but you're Zelda and like, you get to like chop the Lego grass and all the blocks come out and stuff. And you get to do dumb. Cause you know how like derpy they could make link. Like that would be the game where I would like, okay, let link say something. If it was like Lego Zelda and they wanted to play around with the idea, you know, cause then you could do it like the Lego way, like the, like a Lego movie. <laughs> where the character has a voice but it's not canon and nobody really cares i think that that'd be that'd amazing. be awesome it'd be so much fun um that'd be a project i think i could get behind who would you want but to link i have no idea i'd have to think about it i've never given that that much thought um not chris pratt <laughs> <laughs> if they wanted to do you know actually if they wanted to do a super mario bros movie like the game do it in lego and do great. it with all the voice actors. that'd be great that would work too um just different enough yeah um i'm trying to think i don't know i really don't know i'd have to give it some thought well like, that's I, a great batman like a like a in my head i'm like i want to do something like really off base you know like really unsur- like just surprise people with a voice they're not expecting and i just i'd have to think i'd have to think about it you know danny devito <laughs> you know just like something like really strange and hilarious um that would be great that'd be so funny um we have a rumor i don't it's on wccf tech um it's not it's not a great rumor i don't want to go too hard on this one it's from some discord user that apparently has had some leaks before in the past uh his rumor is that switch 2 will launch with two models one being a digital only model at 449, the other being a standard edition that includes a cartridge slot at 499. And he says they're targeting next September. Now, regardless of his person's track record or not, I think this is just a, an easy rumor. Like I think almost anybody could have said this rumor and put it out there. He's essentially just taking what the gaming industry has been doing and applying it to Nintendo. Yeah. So, my question is, I think the more important question is, is one, do you think Nintendo would do this? And two, like, are you on board for, for two models, for the prices, for like what they're trying to do here? It's possible. But I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think it's a good idea to do that. <laughs> I don't either. I don't think, I don't think Nintendo's going to. Yeah. I think if Nintendo was going to split the SKUs, which I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like stop them from doing it. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be based on a cartridge. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, so that's the thing. Like them taking out a cart reader isn't $50. It's not a yeah. CD drive. Like this doesn't, these aren't apples to apples. That's how this works. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're taking out a whole disk drive, <laughs> which I know weren't expensive, but it's a hell of a lot expensive more than a flash port. Um, so I, I would, if they were going to do two SKUs, I would say they do a SKU with the dock and one without the dock, but it's like the same. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking more. That's what I was thinking. Especially if the dock, like, let's say the dock, like, does something cool that we don't know about. Like, it's got some upscaling or, like, you need the dock for something cool that's going to cost a little bit more. I could see them doing that. But the idea of doing a, this one has carts and this one doesn't, I don't think Nintendo even wants that smoke. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, it just uh, doesn't sound like Nintendo. Not now. I don't think 
them doing a digital console is like out of the question. I think they could. Like if they want to come back with like a new light, let's say they're going to do like a Switch 2 light model, I could see that model being digital only to make it like cheaper. Yeah, but I, I, I would see something like that like further down the line. Oh, of course. Yeah, not yeah, a launch. Like, yeah, not a like launch. launch. Yeah, like they want to get this thing established and get printing and start doing stuff. So, yeah, I think one with the dock, one without the dock, I could see that. Or like maybe like storage, storage. They've done that before. Like storage maybe one has 500 gigs and the other one has 256 or 100 or something like that. I could see something like that. 64 maybe. What is this? What does the Steam Deck do? 64, 256, and 512. So I could see them doing like 64 for the cheap price and 512 for the expensive price. So I could see that for sure. Yeah, I could see that too. I they did that with the Wii U. Yeah, that would make sense. I don't think, like I said, this the cartridge thing just throws me off. Like, I don't think that doesn't sound like it's true. Yeah, now, it, the, the, you're just making people, I can believe. You're just I making people angry. Yeah, <laughs> like, for no, like for no reason, no reason whatsoever, like, no reason at all. There's no reason to do that. Like, that wait, cost a lot, ain't bothering nobody. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah and it's not, they're not saving any money by not including it, just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, and people are still buying cartridges for Switch. I think a digital Switch Lite makes a lot of sense because they could, all right, hear me out. Switch 2 comes out, they sell it for a year, then they introduce the Switch 2 Lite, and it's digital only. And the reason that I think this makes some sense is if they did it digital only, they might subsidize the cost a little bit. Let's say they can make a Switch 2 Lite and it's $199, but it's digital only. They're going to make up on that money because they are going to control the price of games that that customer buys for the history of that console. Correct. So that's that you make up on that. Like they're going to get that money back. That makes a lot of sense, especially if their console is $449, right? Um, they wouldn't sell it for $199. They'd sell it for like $250 or $299. Um, you know, uh, Yarden said it's way too expensive. I That's actually the one thing that I didn't blink at. I agree. Yeah, I'm not I, blinking I, at a Switch 2 at all if it's like $500. <laughs> I think I think some people will, but to be fair, I don't want to use the Xbox quote that people like to say or the PlayStation quote. They still have, like, just like with the 3DS, and like they still have other models people can buy. They <laughs> so do? I think they still, and they have a lot of other models people can buy. So I don't think, I don't think Switch 2 is going to slow down the sales of the regular Switch. Like oh, people, I do. I mean, it will not not yeah, to I'm the extent that not to that extent. I think people will still be buying the regular switches and stuff like that. We well, the question the question is how many of those games are cross platform. That's the key. I think. I mean, Nintendo believes in generations. Unlike Jim Ryan, like they are pretty. They'll they they usually have some cutover. You know, like they usually have some overlap there. But it's usually for like that first year, but but usually. Like once they cut over, like that's it. Then they move over and this is the platform. Yeah. So I think Princess Peach and, and Luigi's Mansion and stuff, um, the stuff we already know about, I think can show up. But like once they start showing off Switch 2 games, I don't expect to be a whole lot of those games available on regular Switch. Yeah, I think people I think people will be fine with that. But by, by the time that probably happens, the new Switch probably be cheaper, a little bit cheaper. Yeah. And like Indies... Indies can still keep going out on Switch and so and they can cut the price of the Switch like way down. What are they yeah. selling it for now? Like three fifty for like an OLED? Is it still three fifty? Yeah. I think so. That. I thought so. Maybe it's three hundred. I thought it was three fifty. 
Let me check. Because they haven't ever dropped the price. They've always kept it stagnant. And I think that's to fight inflation. Like instead of doing price drops, they're just like, let's just leave it alone. I'm looking at that real quick. 349. Yeah. So they could cut that to like 199 easily. Yeah. I think. I, you can find them as cheap as 319. Thanks. So there you go. So yeah, we'll see. Um, hopefully sometime soonish, I guess. I don't know when we're going to see this thing, but. I'm ready for it. I just want it to be too. backwards compatible. That's it. That's all I care about. <laughs> you and me both. That's just let me carry my games that. over. I hope they get improved, but let me carry them over, and I'm a happy customer. Ready to buy. Ready to buy, yeah. Nintendo. Yes. Um, Aspire and Lucasfilm are releasing a physical version of the Star Wars Heritage Pack, which is a thing you can buy on the eShop right now. It includes Star Wars The Force Unleashed, Republic Commando, episode uh star wars episode one racer jedi academy jedi outcast the old republic and the old republic 2 all on one cartridge now it's not all in the cartridge you gotta download some of the games but you'll be able to buy them all at a box copy physical for 60 bucks that's cool that's a good price i, I think, think they digitally had it's like, like this. 80 yeah that's what i'm gonna say this, this this is not a new thing it just was they just made it cheaper and gave you a cartridge version of it yeah yeah it's just been digital so they've got that to go with Feral Interactive has announced that they are porting Hitman Blood Money called Hitman Blood Money Reprisal to Nintendo Switch and Mobile. Um, you'll be able to play Hitman Blood Money, and it's got like it's like some new. It's not like a remake, or at least I saw the the little bit I watched of the trailer. Like it looks like Hitman. It doesn't look like it's you know redone or anything. I'm sure it looks a little bit better, um, but I think it's got like some new modes and mechanics and stuff like that. But it's it's coming to iOS, um, tablets, mobile phones, and Switch. That's a weird one to bring over. <laughs> I'm that's a franchise I'm just not that into. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. That's it's even it's not even like Final Fantasy where I just never play them. I've tried to get into Hitman so many times. Jeff loves Hitman, Elaine loved Hitman. You know, the, the Hitman would come out, everybody get excited about talk about how great Hitman is, and I'd play it and I'd be like, I don't understand why people think oh, this is fun. <laughs> it's like it is not a game for me. So I I love the Hitman series. <laughs> I said it's a weird one because I, I had to look it up to make sure I was right. This is like the PS2 game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, this one's old. <laughs> like, this is old. really old. Like, yeah. this is like really old. Like, and mm-hmm. they just poured it. I'm like, oh, that's a interesting one to bring to Switch. That's why it's a mobile game. You know, if it was a brand new game, it wouldn't be coming out on Switch. Like, uh, you know, it runs on like, your phone. <laughs> I feel like, like it other, runs on your phone. I feel like other um, Hitman games I'd probably be bringing the Switch before I bought that one too. But that's, I guess it's fine, I guess. Mm. I liked Hitman Go. Hitman Go. Um, XPS says it's also playable in PS5 and Series X. Is that the reprisal? Is that one the one that's already? Is, or is that just you can just play the old version of the game? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know if it's, if it's nah, one. I'm not that up. into Hitman, so like I wouldn't know. He says the OG version. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, this new version I think has some touch-ups and some new stuff that the old one doesn't. Okay, that's why they're calling it a reprisal and not like remake. Uh, Mario Wonder demo kiosks out in the wild. If you're jonesing to get an idea of what this Mario Wonder game is about, apparently you check with your local Best Buy, Targets, and WalMarts. You can go lay hands on that game as of today. I haven't done that in so long. When's the last time you've been to like a kiosk and just played games? forever <laughs> it's been a long i don't think time. my stores typically have them um i remember when tears of the kingdom had the kiosk like i looked my best buy never does 
Like the nearest Best Buy that gets that stuff is like an hour for me. And I'm never going to drive over there. But I also just like, I really don't go. I mean, I go to Walmart. I never really go over to that section, but I go to Walmart. But like, I haven't stepped foot in a Best Buy in forever. If I have to order something in Best Buy, like in store, like I sit in the parking lot and make them bring it to me. Oh. Like I never go in. <laughs> I go in all the time. Really? Look at, yeah, all the time. I go in. Like, I like to look at the, um, the Blu-rays I like to look at. I like to look at the um, the uh, music equipment and stuff like that. I, I'm, mm. I like going to Best Buy. Yeah, all of my entertainment shopping, Blu-ray and stuff like that, even games, all of that is transferred online. I don't do any of that type of shopping in stores. I go to Walmart. It's for groceries. That's it. I'm in the grocery section. I'm in and out. I try to do the whole buy from Best Buy online and have them send it to my house. And <laughs> every time it works, it, it comes really late. Speaking of Best Buy, you just reminded me I've been hyping up this Best Buy deal where you get the club membership and you get buy two get one free on switch games. Uh, I used it twice. I think skinny Matt used it three times. I thought it was indefinite because it was just there for months for months. It was just always available. Somebody asked me about it today in the discord. I went on. It's not there anymore. They took it down. They so that, for this. that wasn't an, yeah, apparently they got the memo that Donnie was saving hundreds of dollars <laughs> by buying as many games as I could. And they turned that off. <laughs> That's wild. And that probably means that I will not renew my membership because that was like the big reason why I wanted it. That was like the only reason I. I almost bought it (laughs) until I felt until I read it. Like, oh, guess I'm not buying that then. Yeah, like I was all about it. I do like the shipping. Like the shipping is good. Get two day shipping and all their stuff. And I I still do buy things from Best Buy, Blu-rays and stuff like that. So I still use their website. But that was a big reason. What I will probably do is I'll go back to buying vouchers now. Okay. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Best Buy has the best steel books. That's why I like to go there. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, they have steel books for movies, games, and plus they sell the steel books by themselves too. Nice. So you don't, if you don't have the steel book for a game, you just go there and just buy it. Nice. Well, that's the news. Let's do some questions. Oh, before we do some questions, I'm gonna ask you a random question. Did you see that VHS 1985 came out today? I did. It's on Shutter, right? Yes. Yeah, so are you gonna watch it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was curious. I want to check I'm it out. I'm kind of middling on those. Um, my wife didn't like the one that I watched with her. I can't even remember which one it was. Probably 94. I was going to say 90, 99, I think. Is it? It might be 97. It might be 94. It's 97 or 94. Something like that. I was going to think 90 something. So we're probably on the same one. She didn't like that one. So I was probably going to watch it by myself. Okay. Yeah. I was curious because I saw that. I didn't know it was coming out today. And I said, oh, I need, need, need to get that then. I did subscribe to Shutter for a month. Um, just to go in, they have not had. It's been a bad year for Shutter. They have content. It's not. I'm not like hating on them. They have stuff, but it's not nearly as like high profile or as good stuff as they've had in years past. It feels like they've gotten cheap. Maybe <laughs> they might have because buying content is expensive. <laughs> Movie content is very expensive, so they might have just like hey. Let's get some cheap stuff to put on there now. And they're in like AMC now, right? So like, I'm wondering if they're just not like going as hard on this as they used to be. Maybe they have a deal. I I guess for people who don't know, if you have Verizon, you can pay for a year of Shutter and AMC Plus. Yeah, it's like eighty bucks, and they give you Netflix for free. Wow. 
Yeah. So, so I'm going to cancel my Netflix and just do that because there's no way. Uh-uh. Wow. Yeah, um, I've scrolled around and there is some stuff and there's even some stuff that made headlines, but not nearly enough. You know, like I watched Skinamarink there and that's not even very good. And, you know, it's just like the hosts and the the stuff like that are, is, doesn't seem to be there this year. Tubi's eating their lunch, just absolutely yes, eating their lunch. That is true. Um, I got to be right back. So go ahead and start the questions without me. I'll be right back. Well, all right, let's start with the question. Then I guess I'll start with the, let me see if I can find one that Donnie doesn't have to be here for. Oh, I found the perfect one for that. The first question <laughs> from Porn Stash Podcast. That is really the name. What's the best Final Fantasy ever made? And why is it Final Fantasy fourteen? I got to tell you, in no way, form, or fashion, Final Fantasy fourteen is the best Final Fantasy ever made. I asked... I, I read this one because I know Donnie doesn't give a damn about Final Fantasy. He may hate Final Fantasy. <laughs> but the, and I love Final Fantasy. The correct answer is Final Fantasy VII. That is the best Final Fantasy ever made. It's so great they keep making it again. <laughs> like, like they, they, it's, it's just the thing. Like, you know, I love Final Fantasy. Okay. XBS234 says, well, 2034 says, I say six is the best classic and seven remake is the best modern. That is a fair point. Six is an excellent game. I actually kind of want them to remake six too. But seven, when you, when people think of Final Fantasy, they think of seven usually. They think of Cloud, Eris, Tifa, Barrett, all those type of things. Sephiroth. Anytime you like look at games and it's like, hey, we have a Final Fantasy character in it, it's usually from Final Fantasy seven. So I know people like to say six is the best. So. I kind of agree with that in terms of the classic terms, but the one that people talk about, the one that's the mainstay Final Fantasy game is without a question Final Fantasy VII. That's the one I love. That's the that's the first Final Fantasy game I think I played. And to me, it's the best. All right. Our next question from Kyle the Pug. Fuck you, Kyle the Pug. <laughs> I think this is a question I'm going to answer for Donnie because I already know the answer for this one. His question is, since Delvin is one of the few people on the Detective Pikachu hype train, what are key aspects to have him convince you to buy the game? The key aspects are, there is none. Counterpug, I can buy the game for them. And it's no chance in hell Donnie nor Rebecca would ever I'll play Detective Pikachu. I can buy Detective Pikachu for all of PSVG. Just buy one copy for each person of PSVG. And no one would still play it. They would probably send them all back to me. And it hurts my heart that these people don't love Pikachu the way I do. Him and his adorable little hat, drinking coffee, solving cases. But what can I do? I li- I like it. Well, it's okay. It's fun just reading the story and stuff like that. I am the one-man hype machine for Detective Pikachu. That is the cross I will die on. <laughs> I I have sacrificed myself so Detective Pikachu can live. John Thunder 2, how the hell you forgot it was this Friday night? We've been saying it all in Discord and stuff like that. You're fired, John 32. XBS 234-34, I know you're open to try anything. 
Don't try to take the Pikachu. <laughs> I don't want you mad at me. <laughs> Alright, I'm back. So, Donnie. What's up? I've already answered the question. Kyle Punk asked, how can I convince you to play Detective Pikachu? Not and I told no. him, there's no chance in hell I'm going to ever convince him to play Detective Pikachu. Not a chance. It's not It's not even worth even trying. I, I, I said, I can buy everyone in PSVG a copy of Detective Pikachu, and they'd probably send them all back. I'd throw it right in the <laughs> trash just to stop somebody else from having a chance to play it. Yes. It should be destroyed. I wouldn't play that game if you bought me three other games that I wanted. <laughs> that tells you everything you know about the tech Pikachu. I'd be like, nah, I'll buy it myself. <laughs> like, you don't own me. I'm not for sale. <laughs> and John 32 came in and told us, I forgot it was on Friday. John, he, he should be shaped for this. We've been saying all week, hey, we're recording Friday. He just shows up now, like, late. Maybe he hasn't been uh, in the shows and stuff. Maybe he's catching up. I get that way sometimes. Oh, no, no, no. He doesn't get that excuse. He's in the Discord making fun of me. If you have time well, to make fun true. of me in Discord, you have time to see the goddamn messages. <laughs> <laughs> that's Tighten true. up, John 32. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our next question. Let me get a good one. We got a, we got a lot of good ones. Yeah. Hey, yo. From Geek to Me Radio, what OG NES game would you like to see get None. a brand new? <laughs> God, stop it already! You just hate the OG NES. I mean, I'm sure I can probably find one. Well, let, let me ask you a question, Donnie. Because I know we're different ages. What I would you consider? Don't the, like the NES games. What What would you consider your OG system? Let's do it like that. Your OG version of an NES console. So, what it would be? Yours would probably be GameCube. No, I mean. It, my OG system would probably be 64. All right, Tecmo Super Bowl. That's a good one. That would be the one. Ooh, I, Mike Tyson punch out. But I've I want Mike it. Tyson punch out. I don't want right. this whole, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do the, hey, this is Super Macho Man punch out. No, screw that. Mm-hmm. Give me Mike Tyson punch out. <laughs> You know, it doesn't need it, but I would love a Mario 3 remake, like a remake. That'd be cool. Oh, that would be cool. Like, imagine if they did like a, they don't, not like new Super Mario Bros. style. That's not what I'm saying. I have always wanted, and I feel like I've pitched this idea a thousand times. I almost feel like maybe Switch listeners or Shack listeners are like, we know, Donnie, we know. I love the like hyper sharp texture resolutions of like modern old school graphics in Mario maker and like NES remix had like these like things. Um, but specifically like Mario maker, man, I would love them to just do all of Mario three like that. And just, that would be really like cool. Mario game or make it like a cheap release or something. That'd be awesome. It'd be, that'd be just the best. Let me ask the silly question. No one did that on Mario maker. I'm sure Mario- if I went and tried hard enough, I could find it, but you know, like, Throw in some new stuff, maybe like some new power ups or something. Maybe do some cut scenes or you know, like do something to make it like cool. Or or let's do Mario Maker three, including remakes of like the full game, Mario Bros, Mario Super Mario Bros three, Mario Bros two. You know, like that'd be cool. Make it like a retro collection. That'd be that would awesome. be really cool. It would be awesome. I like that idea. The NFL license isn't exclusive anymore. There are other people making NFL games. Yeah, that is correct. 
Yeah. The game we just talked about was at uh, Wild Card Football. I mean, it's got Joe Burrow and all kinds of stuff in it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and, and I believe the exclusive license is for like, what do they call it? Like simulated NFL games, like, yes. like realistic NFL games is what Matt they have a license games. on super tech mobile doesn't count. They don't even have to use the new rosters that I actually, I'd rather than they don't, I want the same fucking rosters that were in the game in 1990. That'd be awesome. Or you know what? What if they did a 2k thing where they had eras? You could play Super Tech Mobile 1990, 2000, 2010, 2020, and you could like pick. That would be even better. That'd be really cool. I like that. That'd idea. be the best. And they had like different, and like you couldn't sell on the uniforms, but like they have different logo, like the logos and things would change. You know, like if you picked like the newer version of teams, that'd be, that'd be the best, man. I like it. It's a good idea. Mm hmm. All right. Our next question. What was yours? Uh, um, Mike Tyson Punch Out. Oh, that's but right. with, but with Mike Tyson, not yeah, like yeah, this no, I crap. You. Like, yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you want Mike Tyson punch out? Yes, I got nice. you. I'm sure he'd love to do it. I, I'm quite sure he would. He'll take that check <clears throat> gladly. I'm surprised no one's offered him a check like that. Not it doesn't necessarily be Nintendo, but like another company. Like, hey, we'll make you a boxing game. Sure, feels like, that's, feels like that's a missed opportunity. Knockout Kings, Mike Tyson version. Yeah. I yeah. know he was in UFC, one of the UFC games. Really? I didn't know that. I think he was in one of the I know he I miss he Knockout Kings. I don't like I don't like the UFC games. They're yeah, like yeah, they're, they're they're good games, they're just not nearly as fun to play. They're too like, realistic. They're, they're detailed. Like there are some serious games. <laughs> you know, like I just like let me in the ring, show me how to hook and straight and undercut and bob and weave and leave me alone. Yes, XBS twenty thirty four. He's in um Fight Night two. Nice. I think it's the third one. Yeah, that sounds right. Fight Night three. What was that other? What was that comic-y um boxing game that we oh, had like Dreamcast and stuff? You are talking about Ready to Rumble? Yeah, do that with Mike Tyson. That'd Mike Tyson's Ready to Rumble would be dope. That would be dope. Sign me up. I am here one. for that. Like that's a day one purchase for me. I like that game a lot. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I agree. All right. Our next question from Lama Lavender. This is gonna be a Donnie question. What are your thoughts oh, on Xenoblade Chronicles 3? <laughs> and why is Uni best girl? I don't know who that is. Lama, uh, I apologize. We used to have a person on this podcast for you, and he quit and left. Yes. Probably it's probably my fault. I get it. <laughs> but uh yeah, I got off the Xeno train a long time ago and it kind of hurts me to say that because way 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 back when, a long time ago, Xenoblade Chronicles was like my RPG. When people started talking about RPGs, I would always bring I was like that hipster kid on my Wii was like, "Have you ever played Xenoblade Chronicles?" cuz I had it and I played it and back then I had a lot of time to play games. <laughs> And I played whatever I could afford and I just played that game for a long time. And I thought I loved RPGs. And over the years when Xenoblade two came, it, ruined that, that wasn't it, just, the case. it pulled any, any hope and nostalgia I had out for like that. I, I tried playing that. I was like, Oh, never mind." Because I loved X though. That was the thing. Xenoblade X came out. I waited for years on the Wii U. I told everybody about how much I like Xenoblade Chronicles. I got it. And I played Xenoblade Chronicles X for like, three months and loved it. It was awesome. We had mechs, 
I was like, this is the best. And then I got Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and I was like, I don't think I like this anymore. <laughs> and awesome. uh, and I never tried 3. Like, I got all, I, I literally got off the ride. I tried playing the game that I told everybody was my favorite RPG for a decade. Xenoblade Chronicles Remastered. I was like, this is it. It's going to get me back. I played the game for like two hours, and I was like, never again. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, it took a long time, but like, Xenoblade Chronicles was just, it was a time and place. Like the, the conditions were right. The recipe was correct for me to like that game then. And then as I progressed as a gamer and moved on, I, I could never go back. And like Xenoblade Chronicles X was like this cruel tease because I feel like of all of them, it's like the more modern game. Like you do a lot of modern stuff. Like you go out and you set up towers, you fight enemies, you know, like it, you, you got mechs. It's like a, uh, to call it a grounded story is a stretch, but like I like the story in X better than the other ones. Um, maybe not. Xenoblade Chronicles story in two was pretty stellar, actually. Um, but I just like that game a lot more. I like the gamepad and stuff. Like there were a lot of gimmicks I think that made me think that I liked X maybe more than I did. And then when it came back around, it was just like I fell on my face, <laughs> like in grand fashion. <laughs> So, oh, Smoking Joe answered our question. He says, Fight Night Round Four and Champions has Tyson. Nice. Yeah, he would know. His name is literally Smoking Joe. Hyrule Nate says he got bored with X. I could see that. I liked X a lot. You got to remember on Wii U, we did not have open world games, like big, beautiful open world games. Like everybody liked Lego City because it was like the only open world game we had. That is true. (laughs) I remember that. So I think a large part of it was that because I do love a good open world game and X, I had a grand time, like getting lost in places that like I shouldn't be. I think I played Xenoblade Chronicles X kind of like an early version of like almost a souls game. Like I remember just venturing down and be like level 200. What? Like who the, (laughs) who is this guy? (laughs) You know, like and being really like freaked out. And then when you do have to play that game for so long before you get a mech, you really got to put in the time. But when you get a mech, it's awesome until you lose the man. And then you're like, oh, no, what did I do? <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of, it was kind of like uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X in my mind. Like when I was playing it, it was kind of like revisiting like almost like an armor core. It's like an armor core, the RPG. And I kind of played it like that and I had fun with it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm off the Xeno wagon. Just completely off. Definitely. All right. Our next question. I think we answered this one before, but we'll ask it again. Matthew Dawson asked, what's been the best 99 game so far? Mario 35, Texas Tetris 99, and Pac-Man 99. And are there any other retro series that deserve the Battle Royale treatment? I'll let you answer that last one because I don't, you know, I'm not into these super old retro games. I don't think as much as most people. Okay, let me think. Oh, you know, we did one before, and I I did come up, Bust a Move. I would love Bust a Move 99. Bust a Move would be good. That'd be good. Battle Royale treatment. You know what would be an interesting one? Old school Street Fighter game. But 99? Yeah, where you just have to, like, one round, you have to fight, and every time you beat somebody, your health doesn't change. Yeah, but everybody's everybody's fight would be, like, there's no way to be on a timer. 
You're not necessarily the most damage in the time. Yes, that works. That works. You kind of figure a way out to make that. So you get like I could even be like I don't think it'd be a full. I mean I'm I may be thinking about this wrong. I'm literally thinking like Tetris ninety nine, Mario thirty five, but Street Fighter, and I'm thinking a bunch of screens of Street Fighter going on. You get thirty seconds. Whoever does the most damage moves on, and you just keep doing that until you're left with the last one. Exactly. That works. That works. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be cool. Can you can even have like the car. Everybody like it's dropped in, and you gotta like crush the car, the bricks, or whatever. And whoever does the most, and you just gotta keep going. People, people would be hyped for that. People just throw some specials real quick, like as soon as they get going, just like combo, combo, combo. And plus, <laughs> especially if you knock somebody out within like thirty seconds, yeah, which is very much possible in Street Fighter. You're that good. <laughs> the old school Street Fighter games, you can kill someone. I think that could work. That's not bad. I was going to say Tetris. Tetris 99 I thought worked really, really well, but I I loved Mario 35 the most. Like, I was really into that one. How people are into this F-Zero one, I was really playing some Mario 35. I thought the game was fun. I almost forgot about that one. But I just like this because remember they took it away. They like they gave us this great it. thing, and they're like, psych. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird thing to do. Yeah. Sucks <laughs> if you... Sucks if you didn't play it. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's like what uh, I think Naughty Dog saw Mario 35 and they were like, let's do that with factions. Well, like we're making this game. We've got it all. And then just nope. They, they should have did that. <laughs> they should have did that. that. That was a regrettable decision. <laughs> John 32 says he killed on Mario 35. I don't think uh, I was even that good at it. And I've always thought of myself as a pretty decent Mario player. John 32, based on how you couldn't tell time today, I don't believe you at all. <laughs> I do think I won one though. I remember posting screenshot. I think I, I think I might have won one. Or I might have been pretty halfway decent at it. I never won Tetris. I never was a Tetris ninety nine victor. I thought Tetris ninety nine was fun. I didn't really get into it that much though. I'm not a big nice. Tetris guy. I'm old. I don't want to play Tetris no more. I played Tetris enough when I was a kid. Nice. Like, I've done this already. Gallagher, on the other hand. That was my that, jam. That was the other one I was talking about when we had this question last time. I was thinking of Galaga 99. I think that works. That definitely Asteroids. Works. Asteroids work too. Mm-hmm. What about, what about uh, Streets of Rage 99? Ooh. You just drop people in with a bunch of enemies. And just keep going. What if it what if it was like one hit? Like you get hit and you're out. Ooh. And it that just like just turns into absolute chaos. And like it just keeps going. You know, it's almost like a horde mode. Just like more and more waves that keep coming. That would be awesome. That could be fun. That could be. All right. Our next question from Smoking Joe. He asked, what did you guys think the Switch got right that other Nintendo consoles didn't? The merging of their, their two outputs. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, that's what they got right. They they carried since like what really I mean I guess you could say since the Super Nintendo they've carried dual platforms yeah they've had a portable line of gaming and they've had a console line of gaming and they've had to support both and sometimes they leaned on one more than the other but as Games got more expensive to make and people got used to wanting bigger and grander games. 
I think the Wii U and the 3DS, if the Wii and the DS didn't show them, um, because the DS and the Wii were both super successful, I think the Wii U and the 3DS showed them that they can't. They were just having a hard time keeping both consoles fed until the Wii U became such a slump that they literally just moved all projects to 3DS. They just yeah. leaned on 3DS hard. And people um, bought 3DS more because of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. The 3DS, yeah. 100%. And then they started, they really kind of led the charge on like downboarding their games. Like having, I think that's more of the thing now. We keep talking about like these pro models and we want a bigger Switch, but like we talk about like an Xbox Pro, a PS5 Pro, you know, another hardware, another graphics card. And I actually think the move in the development space is to make more scalable games. It's not to, let's make a game that melts people's eyes on the PlayStation five. It's let's make a game that's beautiful on PS five on switch on tablets, on phones, like they make a game that you can sell to the most people possible. Um, and that scalability, uh, some of my first early examples, I feel like were Wii U and 3ds. That's when we were getting shovel Knight. That's when we got super Mario or super smash bros where it was on 3D and the 3DS version was really good. You really know, it wasn't good. like some crappy, you know, lesser tier version. It was an excellent copy of that game. Um, and we got Yoshi and when well, we got Xenoblade and that was a terrible version of that game, but you know, they really started playing with that and adapting to like what mobile was introducing into the console space. And it, they weren't alone. Vita had indie games that were doing the same stuff as well. Um, but like the console makers weren't doing that. You know, yeah. They really weren't. Well, Vita had some games you can dual purchase. Like you buy it on um, PS5, you get the Vita version of it. But, but, it still wasn't but it. first party? Like the first party game? I'm trying to think what game. It was a. Because I, I feel like all the first party games, when I think of Vita, I think of the Uncharted game. I think of the Killzone game. You know, like none of those were playable on console, right? Yeah, it was more. It was more. I want to say indie. The yeah, indie yeah the indie folks, like they live in this space. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Like the mobile developers. They live in that space, and I felt like Nintendo was first to adapt to that market change. Yes. They were like, we can do this. And I think they they just, what happened is they got some success, and then they ran with it. And that's what we saw with Switch. I agree. Switch is ultimately that, like the merging of both their, their software um, distribution channels, but also just philosophy. You know, let's make games that can be both, that can do both. Brilliant. <laughs> yep. I guess brilliant idea and it paid off for him. Yep. All right. We got two more questions left. And I, I'm gonna read you this next one the way the way I'm reading it in my head. <laughs> so Mike from WFO Dix asked you this wow. question, Donnie. Yeah, that's a hell of a name. He says, Donnie, yo, you fuck with Mega Man? <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't fuck with Mega Man. <laughs> Do you? I love Mega Man. Yeah, my so I've got a nephew and he adores Mega Man. And I think it's the greatest thing ever. I buy him Mega Man stuff like every year. I'm trying to find a cheap Switch Lite that I can get the Mega Man collection for because last year he asked me for a copy of one of the Mega Man games and I looked it up and like I forget, I don't know if it's 64 or Super Nintendo. I don't know what console it was for, but this shit was like $90. And it's in the Mega Man collection that's like $14.99. I was like, it'd yeah. be cheaper to buy a Switch 
<laughs> and buy you a copy of this game than to buy you that game. Mega Man super um, popular. I'm trying Those to find a cheap Switch Lite. You know, they, they for as cheap as they are, still used, they still go for like 150. And I feel like I should be able to get a Switch Lite for like At 80 bucks. At one point, I was finding them for 100. dollars I think they might have went up. Yeah, so like I need like a cheap Switch Lite. I need a Switch Lite for like 70 bucks so I can get my my nephew like this little Mega Man game. Um, but yeah, I don't fuck with Mega Man. It's too hard. I'm just not that good of a it gamer. Is. It I've is. never claimed to be that good of a gamer. Mega Man's tough. When I was a kid, I could beat those games like Mega Man, Ninja Gaiden, and stuff like that. Now, I probably couldn't. And if I, <laughs> it is like a try hard. It's not so. It's not Hollow Knight hard. Like I'm not like I can't do this. I can. But like Dev talks about this all the time. You know, the kids that grew up in that time, they're like, oh, just learn the pattern of the boss. Like keep dying until you get it right. It's like that's not fun for me. Every time I've ever played a game like that, I don't know if there's a generational shift. I don't know if it's just a me thing, but if I play a game and I just keep dying over and over, I'm like, you know what? The same for me. I'll play something else. I agree. I think there's like a difference between the generation that didn't have options. Like they had to play this game was the only game they had. They weren't getting another one anytime soon. That is correct. And then like my generation is like, well, we just got a bunch of games. If you don't like this game, (laughs) play another game that you like. (laughs) Yes. That's, that's true though, yeah. Because I grew up. If you didn't, if the game wasn't great, guess I'm stuck with this for six months. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> yeah. So like, I start playing some stuff that I don't like. I'm not enjoying it. I'm like, well, this is not why I play video. I don't play video games to be frustrated and angry. So, <laughs> farewell. <laughs> um. So yeah, I never got. I never got into Mega Man much. Yeah, Mega Man's my guy. I like Mega Man a lot. I think the X series is really good. And like not not as hard as the regular Mega Man series. So, for those who want to get into Mega Man and don't want to burst their head playing them, play Mega Man X series. Yeah, really good. Thanks. Our final question from Super Meta Boy. Yes, have you ever made any predictions slash speculations you are particularly proud of? Yep. Or even one you're embarrassed about? Of course. <laughs> Second one doesn't apply to Donnie, <laughs> who is never wrong and can see the future. Apparently, that's correct. Donnie can see the future. Did you see what he posted? Yeah, about the uh, what was it about? He posted so- audio of me and Mike talking on a potty. Or we were on Shack. I guess it was back in I don't know April or May or something. Of him and I talking like what was coming, like what was coming from Nintendo ahead of us, and he was like, "Well, it's got to be a Mario game, right?" And he was going on about the 3D Mario. And I was like, yeah. I was like, but I don't think it's going to be that, though. I, I was like, I think it's going to be uh tried and true, bread and butter, Nintendo classic, 2D Mario game. You could hear Mike go, oh, I don't want it. <laughs> yes. So, and then fast forward a few months, and that's exactly what we got. Mario Wonder. Donnie was right. See, the reason why Donnie was right is because Donnie's a Nintendo insider. Definitely not. I am not <laughs> at all. Not even a little bit. I have gotten pretty good predictions, right? I, and I, but here's the thing. I don't call them predictions. They're educated guesses at best, but like Mario golf, I was sure Mario golf was coming out. Like on our Christmas episode, I was like, we're playing Mario golf this year. And we did. Yeah. It wasn't that great, <laughs> but we did. Um, Last year on our Christmas episode, you were there. I said, I thought we were getting metal gear. I was like, I think this is the year metal gear is coming out. And, and from the get go, not early on, like not, I didn't tiptoe from the beginning. I said, here's what they're going to do. They're going to take the collection and they're going to put it on switch and it's going to make a bunch of money. That's like, I was like 
from the start because everybody's like why do the collection you have the collection on xbox you have it on playstation it's like but where do you not have it you don't have it on switch and that's where the money's gonna be yep so i was proud of that one too um i did not guess clock tower that's like my wildest dreams grand theft auto i thought we were getting remasters of gta for a while and those eventually did pop up um I, I won't go on. I won't try to think of it anymore, but, and I've talked about this with Sean. It's, it's not a, it's not a, I don't know anything. I have zero sources. <laughs> um, if, if it's coming from other people, I disclose that as well. Like if I'm like, Hey, Jeff said this, I try to bring that up and make sure everybody knows where it's coming from. Oftentimes I really just kind of look at, I just look at the landscape. I look I at the history of what's happened. I look at what's missing and I see if any of those dots connect, if anything lines up. And I think if you look at it like that, oftentimes, especially with Nintendo, like you can kind of predict it. Like we're due for a Donkey Kong game. Like I've been saying all year long, I wanted a Donkey Kong. I wasn't predicting one. I was just, it's time for Donkey Kong. It's been time for Donkey Kong. And we're getting Mario versus Donkey Kong. Like he is showing up. It makes sense. He's due. You know, I think over the next couple of years, I'll start really start paying attention to Star Fox. It feels like it's due for Star Fox to show up again. Yeah, Donnie's really good at reading the room when it comes to things like that. He knows, like, all right, we haven't seen this in a while, so it's probably coming up for for it to show up again. I think that's kind of one of the good things Donnie is. He's kind of very analytical about that type of stuff. Like, huh, we got this Mario game. We got this Luigi Mansion game, so this means X is coming, <laughs> like, really soon. XPS brings up a lot of people thought there wouldn't be a Splatoon 3 till next system, including Rebecca, and I've been thinking that the whole time. I was like, yeah, they're going to do another Splatoon game, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is we'll get switch two and then like maybe in year two we'll get splatoon four <laughs> yeah they seem to sequel the shit out of that game like they don't care they'll just and they sell the game with the same damn maps they're like we've made two <laughs> gap we've made two new maps you can only play them every other friday between six and seven o'clock new game give us 70 dollars <laughs> but they know people are gonna buy it and people but people buy it, it. yeah so, people so buy it um I'm trying to think of one that I got really wrong. See, my, my guess is the things that don't benefit me. Like, I, I figured out, like, when they said, please, files come on, I said, watch, this just going to be like $600. <laughs> sure enough, it was $600. I'm sure our listeners probably have something I said that never came out that, that, that they would stick on. Because oftentimes, if I predict something doesn't come out, then you just don't think about it anymore. You know, like, eh, it didn't happen, you know? I, so, years ago... It's been years ago. I think it may have not PSVG 100, but like around then we had Jeff on and we were, it was like our first episode with Jeff Grubb and I know it wasn't, was it a hundred? No, it had to be after that because Rebecca was on. So maybe 150 or something. I don't know. I don't remember the number. I'm way off. We had Jeff on for the first time. It was me, Rebecca, Garrett, and Jeff, I think memory serves. And we're talking to Jeff and we're doing all the things we're talking predictions usually when i get a chance to talk with jeff i I try to get something out of him if i can because he's he's pretty open like he'll just chit chat with you so it's always a matter of like can you ask the right questions you know like don't be a dick and be like jeff tell me all of your secrets you know it's like can you lead him down the path to where he kind of starts to connect the dots for you yes um i always try to do that when when we get a chance to podcast together and i genuinely like podcasting with jeff he's really funny but after the show he told us that Ori was coming to switch like just on just flat out. He was like, 
because I think we were talking about Ori and I was going on and on about how much I love Ori and I kept yelling at Mike. For as much as I like Mike, Mike and I couldn't be different on games, I don't think. <laughs> like, like everything he likes, I hate and vice versa. Um, I think I was going on and on about Ori and I, actually I think Mike likes Ori, so I'm talking about other games. And Jeff told us that Ori was coming. And then for like a week, I teased everybody that Ori was coming in the direct. Like I was posting pictures of like Ori in the background while I was playing my switch. I I was being so like just on main, not even (laughs) funny about it. And this direct comes and goes without a goddamn mention of Ori in it at all. (laughs) Not a one, no Ori to be found. I'm like in Jeff's DMs, like, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, he's like, I don't know. I don't know why I wasn't there. Like, that's when I learned what, that's when I learned, like, what these leakers go through. Even like XBS, he's in the chat and he's like, Jeff's got a bunch of predictions wrong. Again, it's not, I don't necessarily think that he's necessarily got them wrong. Sure, he has got some wrong. We're still waiting on, on Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. But what you don't see with these people is they'll get a morsel of information, but like that morsel of information can be changed, can be held. You know, like when Nintendo does directs, when Nintendo does directs, they don't let the developers know that their game is in the direct. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's interesting. So like you submit their games to them and they're like, we'll put it out when we want to. So like you make a trailer and I'm sure for like the bigger marquee stuff, you know, they know the conversation probably. Yeah. But for a lot of people, they just submit trailers and Nintendo chooses to use it or they don't. So Jeff had gotten wind that Ori was on the way to switch and he thought it was going to be in the direct because he I thought it was going to be coming out soon. And we watched the direct and it didn't happen. And I looked like an idiot and I've been teasing it all week long and everybody was super mad at me. And like, what are you talking about? I, was like, I don't know. And then it was like three weeks later, there was another like an indie direct or a small direct, and then it was announced. There it was. It shows up when nobody was expecting it. Um, and I was like, see, <laughs> like he wasn't wrong. And, and a lot of times with, I feel for Jeff because Jeff, he wants to be entertaining and he wants to like lift the veil for listeners. But at the same time, when he does that and it doesn't go that way, he gets the most ridiculous, like vile you know, toxic react like people who take this stuff very like it's not fun in games anymore. And people get really mad. Yeah. You know, I felt really bad for him after the Wind Waker stuff. Like people were just dogging both of them. And I was like, guys, okay, they got wood wrong. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. You know what happens? Things change. It happens. You know, you can't just, you know, sometimes things happen, things don't go as planned. Sometimes things change. Sometimes things get dropped in just part of the gaming business. Part of a lot of things. Happened in wrestling. Happened in almost every form of media. It does happen in wrestling a ton. And how much stuff do they float to be misinformation? And you don't think that happens in games? That happens in games, too. Yes. They'll All float the some stuff out there just to keep you off the trail of where you should be looking. You know? There's a, a story about um, it happened in wrestling where they were finding out, like, um, what do you call it? The, the reporters were finding out, like, the raw information and stuff like that. Like the um, the card, like who's going to be on Raw on Monday night, stuff like that. So Vince McMahon would purposely put out the wrong information to find out who was leaking the info. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. What did they say? That there was that rumor years ago from Star Fox Guard that somebody came out and said that that was a, an intentional link to identify a leaker. Yeah, Not Star Fox Guard. It was Star Fox Racing. There was like a Star Fox Racing game. 
that, that that was supposed to be a thing, which sounds awesome. It does. Um, it was like a cart racer for Star Fox. And I was so excited about it for like a year. And then it came out like one of the leakers came out like, you know, 18 months, two years. They were like, yeah, that was a fake rumor from the get go. Like they were trying to find out who's been leaking their information. So there is some Star Fox Grand Prix. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I forgot about that. Um, That was cool. I was jonesing for that game. Like I, that was a rumor I wanted to believe in. <laughs> they should make that. <laughs> they should make that. Like I wanted to believe in that one, and uh, just like I want Wind Waker, I've wanted Wind Waker and an OLED since I saw the OLED. I, I think it's coming. When is the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got it on my on my ally. It's not the same though. Emulation isn't the same. You know, you always got to deal with like tweaks and quirks and settings and things to like it always feels a little bit off like just just, a little bit just enough to annoy you yeah it's like "Ah, i'd rather wait to play it the the best way possible you know with the arcadey stuff the older stuff it doesn't matter as much but with that with the newer 3d stuff it does just doesn't quite feel the same but um but i'm 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 happy that you've liked some of my predictions and uh, it always makes for a fun show you know, like I, Rebecca's prediction, she's been wanting that Zelda maker forever. And then we saw the indie game that is that game. I was so happy when I saw that show up at indie show. Like I went nuts. I was like, I've got to get cool. to Rebecca immediately. Like she's going to lose <laughs> her mind <laughs> and they've got to get with her. Like I'm sure she could do a lot to promote their game for them. Yeah. You know, cause this has been a, an idea that she's been talking about since I've known her. So it's yeah, fun when it happened. Um, I've been on a, I've been on a streak, um, not just like predictions, but like just the games that I love. I think it all started with like no more heroes. Like we got no more heroes and I was waiting on that. that. And then we got, we got Travis strikes again. We got no more heroes remakes. Then we got no more heroes three. And then I get grand theft auto vice city definitive edition. Right. I get the metal gears. I get lollipop chainsaw. I'm getting clock tower. It just feels like the last five years, so many of my favorite games have been getting brought up, I, remastered, re-released. I always found it funny because Donnie gets his favorite games, but it seems like always it was something always a little off with it. <laughs> like you'll get it. Like, oh, it always oh. just makes me sad. <laughs> like what? Care for what, what you wish for? Yeah, it was. A, what was it on? The, it was the golf game. Everyone Mario golf. golf. Mario right. golf was one. Mario golf. I just had uh, Mario Golf was disappointing. I'm not going to yes. retract on that. It was disappointing. It wasn't bad. Like I still kind of play Mario Golf every now and again. It's not bad. It's decent. It just isn't anywhere near how good Mario Golf on 3DS was. Like Mario Golf on 3DS supremely eats that game's lunch and it's not close. Like by a mile. It's a thousand times better than Mario Golf on Switch is. So that was probably just my expectations getting the best of me. I should have read the room, saw what they've done with tennis, right? And been like, okay, maybe it's, it's going to be gonna dumbed be. down. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and it wasn't even dumbed down. Like it has its own ideas. It's just a much like smaller individual game. You can play online, but like it's not the focus of the game. Where Mario Golf on 3DS has a full blown like online infrastructure. DLC courses, 
uh, par three tournaments, asynchronous multiplayer. Like I could host tournaments on 3D. We did for years. Every week I would post a screenshot on Twitter. Come play golf with us. Here's the code. And you could go onto your 3DS and you could log around in Mario Golf anytime for two weeks. And then we could see all the people playing in the Shack tournament at the end of the two weeks. Um, they had world tournaments. They had Callaway sponsorships, Delvin. They had like sponsored licensed Damn. stuff in the game. You know, like it, when you look at the two games, I think that's the thing. People are like, oh, Donnie's so disappointed. The game sucks. It's like, it's not that the game sucked. It's just that it was nowhere near its predecessor. You know, it just paled in comparison. It was just like such a cookie cutter, not cookie cutter, because it, it does do its own thing. It's just such a a generic follow-up. Yeah, it's just like, what are you guys doing over there? Why? They should have just ported the 3DS game. Like, just do that. Yeah. <laughs> it was better. You had all your Mies. You had all kinds of stuff. Even the... um. Even the progression system of how you like leveled up with new clubs and gloves and how you hit the ball stronger and change your curve and all of that was even better in the 3DS version. Wow. So yeah, it just just bums me out a little. The definitive edition, the Grand Theft Auto, it you know, it's a shit of a port. But very bad. <laughs> but I still played it a lot and and they fixed it and I still play it. Like I I was playing GTA three yesterday. So, like, I'm very happy to still just have those games. I'm still happy that they're there. Um, Where are the other ones? No More Heroes 3. Well, it was just No More Heroes, you know, which has never been, like, a good game. No More Heroes 3 is my, my probably my least favorite of all of them. Um, But Travis Strikes Again, I adored. I love Travis Strikes Again. Yeah. And the internet hates that game. <laughs> and <laughs> I love good. it. It's incredible. It. If... I feel like that's a game that I feel like I'm on the outs on. Like, um, there's a better way of explaining it. I've probably done this on the podcast before. That's a game that my history and my knowledge makes me enjoy. I get more out of that game than the average player does. Like, it's a deep game. There's so much lore in Travis Strikes Again. You just have to be like probably a hardcore pseudo fan to get it, to understand it or follow it. If you're not like, if you're like, even if you've played no more heroes before, but you're just not a pseudo 51 fan, you don't know all of these things. You, that game doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and that I understand. I agree with, if you have no idea, you're like, this shit is ridiculous. Donnie, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, if you don't know format Kamui and if you don't know the silver case, and you don't know Killer Seven, and you don't know the legacy, because that's what that game is. That game is like Suda Fifty One. The career is Travis Strikes Again. It's like that's what it's like a love letter to just his career is what that game is. But you got to know about his career to get it. Um, Hyrule Date says I've actually never played a No More Heroes game. I would wholly recommend that you try No More Heroes Two. I want to say the always, same thing. I always recommend No More Heroes 2 first. The first game has like an open world, but it's an empty open world. You don't do a whole lot out there. You go catch some crabs, mow some grass. The second game is a streamlined version of the first game um, that's even kind of taken up a notch. And the remasters, the remakes that they just released are this is the best way to play it. You can play They're it on Switch. Good. Yeah, and it's incredible. You can get on Switch, get on PC, get anywhere. And uh, you can have a great time. Great action action combat game. Super fun. And cheap. 
if you wanted to try it. I think you get those games for like $15. Yeah, yeah. I had the limited run version. I think I bought it for like Oh, yeah. Bucks. I got the whole, you know, you know, I got the whole thing. Um, I'm trying to think what the other one was. Over here, we'll see on Metal Gear. We'll see on Lollipop. I'm just happy. I never thought we'd ever see Lollipop again. Yeah, that was, that was the one that I was like, oh, surprising. We got Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 3. Is it, damn, I can't remember. Not, is it Shadows of the Dam? We are getting Shadows of the Dam remastered, and yeah. I love that game too. Again, Travis Strikes Again. I, I remember when I did my podcast. I don't know if were we doing the podcast? We weren't doing the podcast when Travis Strikes Again, did we? Yes, I think we were. I remember I remember distinctly. I'm talking almost to, certain we were. I think I remember talking. I think Dev was on the show when I was talking about it. Because the thing that I remember is I kept going on and on and on about it. And Dev was like, damn, you made me want to play. Yes. Travis Strikes Again. Because <laughs> there was like a whole Shadows of the Damn chapter. And I was like, this is insane. Like, this is so cool. And the internet collectively just dumped on that game they were like this game sucks yes they did and it's in it kind of like i kind of think it's better than like the main games like i i actually love the game it's good <laughs> i've thought about replaying it uh, i have to, i've installed it on my ally just to go back um i want to look it up because it's like it's like reviews are bad yeah, they're so bad i think it was like sevens and sixes i want to say oh i think it was worse let me see <laughs> It's got a 68, yeah. uh, like total. Um, US Gamer gave it a three. <laughs> Jesus. Easy Allies gave it a five. <laughs> you know, it's like it's, it's so much better than that. I think, I honestly think that's one that I honestly can feel like I can say, like, they didn't get it. Like, if you see a really low score on, like, they don't get it, they like, they're not aware of, like, what it's doing. It was so much fun. Yeah, I agree. No, I love that they, game. They don't like that with the No More Heroes series in general, though. They're like, uh, I talked a lot. I've talked way too long. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do this. What about you? Have you got any predictions right or any of your, like, your favorite things show back up? Um, we can talk about the one I got wrong, <laughs> which is famous because um, when they showed Beyond Good and Evil 2, the second time I think they showed it, I'm like, oh, this is going to come out soon. Like this is not coming out. And that game's never coming out. It's not coming out. <laughs> That's the famous one I got wrong. But um, you know, God of War coming back. But Skull and Bones is coming out. Oh my God. We're gonna get that game. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the, the famous one I, I think I liked was Shimu Three. Oh, I was okay. hyped for that. You I were that guy. Why. Yeah. I remember that PlayStation conference. I hate that was the day that like I broke up with PlayStation. Like that's the start. They were like, I was all on board. And then that, that show happened. They were like, we have Shimu, but you have to kickstart it. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) they didn't even say we have Shimu. They were like, we want to make Shinmu. If you pay for it. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? And I said, take my money. (laughs) You're part of the problem. Yeah. Like, thank like you pay for it and we'll make it like oh i guess i gotta pay for it then. and i saw everybody i've to be fair i've never played shenmue it's never looked like a game that i've been possibly attracted to but i saw so many grown men like weeping and screaming and shouting and enjoyment enthusiasm for a billion dollar corporation to come tell them to give them more money than normal yeah. 
yeah. for a video game. Like it blew my mind. I was like, and, could you imagine if Xbox did that? We want to make a banjo game, but we need your help. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the internet would lose their shit. The, the March of Dimes of video games. <laughs> Just like you pay for this. People would be so mad if they tried to pull that shit. Or if Nintendo was like, we were, we're going to localize Mother 3. If we get 500,000 people to donate our Kickstarter. And I'll tell you what, with Mother 3, everyone would do it. See, that's, oh, that's, that's sad. Mother You're three, right, but that People hurts. would do it <laughs> in, a, in a heartbeat. That's Nintendo's Shimu. <laughs> they might get me on Eternal Darkness. And Nintendo goes, hey, if we can raise 50 grand for Eternal Darkness, I'm like. Didn't somebody you know, try that? They did. Yeah, there was a developer who tried to I've never heard of that again. Oh, I didn't it didn't meet its goal. It didn't I think it made like four thousand dollars. Damn. <laughs> Eternal Darkness is not nearly as popular as people want to think it is. <laughs> Nobody cared. <laughs> That's honestly and sorry, I don't mean to talk about me again, but no. I'm really excited for Clock Tower. I am That's too. another game I never thought we'd ever see again after after the remothered f- fiasco, did you ever follow that? No, I didn't. So there's a indie developer who made a game called Remothered. It's a series. I have but, the game. I yeah, play, I haven't played it yet. When Remothered was originally made, like when it was originally in development, this was like God, it was like 15 years ago. It was supposed to be like a spiritual successor to Clock Tower, and it was. If you ever look at like the first build, that's why I Remothered. It. it looks like Clock Tower. But then what we ended up getting is like a completely different game because like it, it got stopped and started and rebooted and bought and sold. And like it, it completely changed. It doesn't even look like that anymore. But the first original version of that game was that. And then there was another one. What was that game? There was a Kickstarter one from the maker of clock tower. He made another game that you can buy on steam um hang on let me find it it's terrible <laughs> like, oh, like that's, that's the thing of it. it's it's downright it's all it's borderline criminal that they made these people pay for a kickstarter and release what they did um yeah i'm looking this up too i'm trying to see if i can find it it's got a weird name it even has scissor man in it Oh, yeah. That's the thing is it has they they don't call him Scissor Man. Night Cry is that it? I think so. I think you got it. Because I remember being so excited for it. I didn't. I didn't buy the game. It was like a Vita game, and I was waiting for it to release. And then it came out, and people were like, "This is like it's like the worst video game people have ever played. Like it's real bad. Like it's terribly bad. And if you just watch somebody stream it." Like it's nonsensical. It it barely runs. It barely works. It's it's not like Clock Tower at all. I mean, it is kind of like Clock Tower, but but just terribly, terribly awful. That sounds disappointing. It's like on a ship and stuff. They're <laughs> like running around a boat. I was like, it was like a big reason why, like I got a Vita. <laughs> <laughs> That's like sad. I was like, I gotta get a Vita. They're getting this Clock Tower game. I gotta get it. They've got the original guy making the game. And it's like they made a game. It feels like they made a game for like a, for like 20 grand. Like they, yeah. like they tried to slap as much as they could into this now budget you know that they had. Mighty number nine fans felt. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was my this? mighty number nine. Oh, I actually <laughs> think this? mighty number nine is a uh, like a ten times a much better output than what we got with Nightcrack. Oh, yeah. If you ever feeling, if you ever feeling spiffy and you want to give some some terrible game a try on Steam, go give Nightcrack a try. I might cry that night. <laughs> I've always wanted to, but I then I like every time I ever think about pulling the trigger, I I watch somebody play it on on youtube and i'm like it has to be cheap now. it has to be like through no it's never gone on sale what i'm telling you like they put this game out and like just did that with their hands and like called it a day <laughs> like, that's it wow and it's like half broken if you go into um hang on i'll tell you i went into um i remember i went into the the discussions not too long ago maybe like six months ago maybe like when clock tower was released i was like looking around at clock tower stuff and i came across the game and like there's so many threads in the discussions tab uh for the game that like the game is just completely broken it just doesn't even work yeah it's like 25 dollars <laughs> now <laughs> and it came out of 2016 <laughs> project scissors night cry yeah this is project scissors that's what it was called that's what i yeah because i always thought of it as Project Scissors. That's what I was thinking. Wow. That's what it's called. These yep. screenshots look good. Yeah, you'd think from like just some stills, you'd be like, that doesn't look too bad. And then you watch them play it and it's like, it's real bad. Wow. And not like not like deadly premonition bad. Like the chant bad. Like Whoa. broken bad. Like doesn't work bad. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we've lost every listener we've had. This yeah. done 20 all, minutes all, in Clock Tower lore and Night Cry. All, They're like, all it what? took was Night Cry. And everybody's. <laughs> <They're> out. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> yeah. We got to get out of here. Yes. <laughs> Let's end the show. All right. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. Go check out the Discord. Hang out with us on Discord. Nintendo Shack is a pretty fun Discord. Yeah. Any other thing else you got to say before we go? No, no. Don't play Nightcry. There you go. Play Detective Pikachu instead. That's how bad Nightcry is. <laughs> That's the perfect way to end this episode. Go play Detective Pikachu. Thank you. Peace. Whenever you're ready. All right. This is Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening. And I forgot the line already. What? What? <laughs>